0: episode of artistic state of mind bring you the best conversation dialogue you can say whatever you want in music theater film and tv my name is steven
1: and i'm juliana
0: and welcome to the show um we have got a great show ahead we've got quite a few things to talk about so let's dive straight in actually
1: no let's not dive straight in early tradition my yeah it's like he he wants to be out of here as soon as possible really (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get on with the show, before we get on with the episode, Mm. um, we just want to shout out to the cast and creators of Hashtag Lighty, who came um, to sit down with us on our last episode, and it was a great episode, and we've had some great feedback, great reception, Um, we are lucky, we are going to actually see... Um, hashtag lighty tomorrow which is thursday and we're recording on wednesday you know you got you guys know this already um so we get to see this show tomorrow and we're very very excited so make sure you guys get your tickets um i heard that they've they start they started on tuesday which tuesday the 12th Mm-hmm. So that was yesterday So they've sold out, I think, for this week So next week you still got a fair bit of time to get your tickets So make sure you get your tickets for Hashtag Lighty That's awesome um, In the meantime, how's your week been, Stephen?
0: It's been alright, it's been alright um, What have you been up to? Um, Give it to me Went to a concert, a music concert yesterday Went to go and see a jazz band called Bad, Bad, Not Good uh, Bad, yesterday. Bad, Not
1: Good sounds like some. It should be a trap band
0: Yeah, it isn't, surprisingly I know But they work with a lot of artists, like people parties oh, and stuff okay. so yeah um i went to the team yesterday so look out for my or will just keep listening for my review later on in the episode
1: why are you sounding so like baritone um, like barry white what's going on i don't know the deep voice? Just,
0: this is this is my voice no no no
1: it's way too sultry it's not that kind of podcast <laughs> my g come on. <laughs> come on come on come on come on I'm not changing. Take off take a. No. Take off another octave. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. How about Go you? On. How's your week been? My week's been all right, actually. Um, not been doing much. Like I said, in between jobs and that. So if anybody wants to hire me, I'm available. Um, but in the meantime, I'm keeping myself busy by just kind of using the quiet time of not working to write. Um, so I'm currently working right in a project, which um, I've decided I need to finish before the end of the year to start shooting in January. Um, and I've decided I'm going to be working with an all women creative team. So if there are any women out there that are DOPs, directors, camera operators, boom operators, anything, you name it. I want to work with you women because I've learned my lesson from my last project that
0: you're
1: gonna say men are trash no i wasn't actually gonna don't, say, don't say uh, men are low-key trash oh gosh. but okay. well right. i don't even have to say it because we can see in the headlines that they ain't been doing a great job so you know me saying it is not different to what the headlines have been saying oh so um but no um i've just learned that you know i I want to work with like women that are on the same wavelength, if that makes sense. And no one's out there thinking because a woman is responsible or in charge of something that, you know, you're underneath them. It's a collaborative project, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and in saying that, um, i finally, finally been revealing the film, short film trailer for the film I produced mm-hmm. under my production company. So that will be coming out on the 30th of November. So the trailer will be coming out next week. So I'm very, very excited. I am currently cutting the trailer as we, not as we speak, but I'm doing all that in between stuff. Okay. So make sure you guys follow Purple Night Cole on Twitter or Purple Night C-O-L which is my production company on Twitter, for updates and stuff. Cool. So that's how my week has been.
0: Exciting. Yeah.
1: Exciting. So... Should we
0: delve straight we into it I guess?
1: Delve straight into it. So what's been happening this week or in the last... Couple, well, in the last two weeks. In
0: the last two weeks, in man. In the last
1: two weeks in regards to theatre, film and TV.
0: Man, I did see something today. Um, uh, it was... yes, yeah, related to film. Um, I think there's some early reviews for... Just as deep. I don't out. want to know. You don't want, you're not really a superhero fan.
1: The thing is, superhero. I'm not really, I, I wouldn't Film. run yeah. on the only thing I'm running to watch in the cinemas so is Black Panther, okay, um, or X Men. <laughs> um, I know okay. random because I thought X Men has a storyline.
0: Wow, okay, yeah, the they, rest, it does, it does,
1: compared to the others. Do no, you know what I mean?
0: I, I, I disagree with that, um, but.
1: Let's think about it. Some of these DC Marvel, they have mediocre storylines, mm. whereas X Men is giving you something. It's giving you a little bit more than mediocre. Okay.
0: Well, G- in the yeah. Well, okay. Agree, this is disagree. A, I, I disagree a little, okay, but right then. in the DC universe, which Justice League is in, you could say um, they have been. Really secretive on the reviews that have been coming out. So, apparently, What on Tomatoes, which is basically... Well,
1: hold on, wait a minute. Why are they been secretive if they've allowed for a preview screening yeah. for people to go and see it, but they don't want people to review it? But
0: I feel like it's what they've... I think the reviews... I think a few reviews came out today um, about the film, you know, and most of them have been positive. Yeah. But, you know, I think what... Um, I think... Uh, is it Fox... I think that's, yeah, I believe it's Fox. I, I might be wrong, but yeah, I think it's Fox. I've been, I think they've been like keeping back any kind of negative reviews because of the, you know, the the backlash it could potentially get. Like it's not going to get
1: it. backlash because everybody wants to go and see a superhero comic y film N- in the no,
0: cinema. No, I wouldn't say so. Usually with, with reviews, they, they are at the end of the day, beyond end all of mm. like films nowadays. People base their opinions on reviews. So if a review True. says it's good, They'll say okay, let me check it out. But, but when it comes uh, to
1: films do you think people base base their notions on whether they'll go and see go go to the cinema to go and see a film from a review? I think it's very different. For example, if I go to the, I just like to go to the theater anyway, so I don't really care what anyone says about a piece of work. Mm-hmm. But then with theater, you're spending a lot more money than you're going to a cinema. Yeah. So you would want to hear what someone has to say about oh, that piece of work, of if that makes sense. But with the cinema, you're like, oh well, I'm going to the cinema for seven quid. I'm saying that because it's seven quid in Romford. <laughs> Don't know how much it is in London, but you know, it's one of those things. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Are people be more than happy to spend seven quid, no, knowing n- that
0: not, not all the time, not all the time. Some people will think like, oh, it's a waste of time. I've just spent two hours or whatever oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. watching Talk a film that
0: you know, that wasn't that good. Mm. Let me take to Twitter or let me take to wherever and, you know, complain about it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, just going back, I guess Rotten Tomatoes haven't released any kind, of, I think they'll probably release it by now, but they haven't released any um, review of the film yet because I think maybe like the um, the company, I think Fox are kind of holding it back because it either could be good or either could be bad. So it could be either Certified Fresh or um, Rotten as it is. Okay. So, you know, I think Wonder Woman, got certified fresh on 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 um, on the film itself and you know mm-hmm. people went to go and see it and it was like one of the biggest films of last this year last year last year yeah i think it might no
1: be it sure. came out this year this year yeah
0: one of yeah one of the biggest films like of from the dc universe as it is. so
1: yeah
0: there was that so you know like they really want this this one to be good as well and you know with the whole director change and all that stuff you know it's been
1: he's the director now.
0: So it was, um, it was before Zack Snyder and it got changed to Josh, Josh, Josh Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was the director of the first Avengers, the first everyone. Okay. So, but yeah, um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And just kind of going back to the other universe, Marvel universe, Deadpool Uh released their trailer today. I
1: know. And I was tempted to watch it and I was like, no, I want to watch it when my mind is clear because I really like Deadpool. Okay. What did yeah. I call him the other day? I called him Deathpool. <laughs>
0: Deathpool, yeah. That was...
1: Yeah, and You looked at me sideways like, girl, nah. Yeah, so... But, yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, there
0: um, was a trailer released today, which is obviously Wednesday. But um, it, was, it was a teaser trailer, so there wasn't really a lot in it. It was just um, Deadpool in a... What's his name? Bill Bill something. Um, he was wearing a wig and he was painting I, something.
1: I know. I saw yeah. Afro and yeah. I saw a bit of an outfit and then I saw a paintbrush. So I was like, okay. Yeah,
0: so it seems like they're just kind of teasing the trailer. Okay. Hopefully it comes out soon. When is it so coming we, out? It? Uh, I think enough? June 2018.
1: Oh, they need to stopped giving it bringing out these trailers so like Oh, no, it
0: has to wait. How
1: long how how long have, I have to wait? You know you have
0: to build anticipation. You know, can't then, just give everything.
1: Going so, back to what you said yeah. about Deadpool. Um so we've both seen Thor now. Okay. Cuz I went to go see it. You've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um and we quickly discussed this mm-hmm. but did you not find that they tried to make Thor a lot more funny than oh, usual oh gosh
0: that was the main that was the main goal but I thought. found
1: that so strange bearing in mind I've watched the first four. I didn't watch the second one mm-hmm. um I don't really care for Thor as a super superhuman hero whatever <laughs> super he is <laughs> um but I just thought god like they're really trying to throw out these jokes out here
0: yeah
1: and some of them were like
0: Ah, hit and miss for you hit and
1: miss but it was just like it was just like but you weren't like this before
0: yeah but you know sometimes you know i feel like it's it's all good for quote-unquote character development if someone so shows you another side of them so you know you're like true "Ah, i never knew this guy was funny he's he's quite funny actually so that's what they tried to do with you know chris Hemsworth and whoever he he who played thor in the film.
1: He who plays
0: <laughs> Um Yeah, so I think that's what they tried to do with Chris. So, like, he's actually funny. And I thought it was hit and miss. And I think they did state that, you know, the director did state that it was most of, most of it was improv. Okay. So they kind of kept, you know, the the chunkier parts of the storyline in there. But mm-hmm. most of it was improv in regards to, like, conversations people had um, or interactions with, you know, Thor and, and Loki and, and all that stuff. So that was... That was interesting that they kind of put improv in there. You know, it could, you know, I think it's been doing so far, so far, like so far, it's been doing quite well, and that could actually shape the way you know people do comedies. You know, because if it's been successful and people love it, yeah, it could prime
1: example. Deadpool,
0: yeah, yeah. But was that? I'm not sure if that was actually. I might have been a bit of improv in there.
1: No, but to be honest with you, it's hilarious. He's in a hilarious character. Yeah. Um. And you can kind of see that Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds was a perfect yeah. match. Yeah. It's a shame about Green Lantern that he attempted to. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's all from, That's
0: that's forgotten now anyway. Yeah. Because obviously he done L- That's a-
1: been deleted from. Yeah. You know yeah. how certain films can be deleted from your log. That one's deleted from your log, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um. Moving on swiftly. Yeah. What else has been going on?
0: Oh man. Um. Hmm. I know. Have you seen? it seems like there's been some news about Fox. So Fox has ordered a new show from the Fresh Off the pod producer, Sanjay Saha, Saha okay. I believe. Um, so it's going to be called um, Model Minorities and explores the relationship between an Indian American man and his immigrant cousin. So I don't know if, I'm not going to start comparing things, but you know, I don't know. I just think, what is it? There's also Master of None that's been out as well. Is yeah, that, that kind of, is that kind of,
1: Vibe
0: You feel Yeah I haven't seen I haven't seen Master of None But obviously I know Aziz Ansari's in You've it You've not seen one episode Of Master of None No I haven't I haven't Are
1: you being serious Yeah So all this time we have been talking about Master of None I thought I truly thought You had seen it No,
0: nah, I haven't seen it I, I don't think I've ever it, Said I've seen it oh, yeah.
1: Wow Yeah
0: But um, yeah So you know I don't know if it's Giving that kind of Same vibe In you know In regards to You know An Asian An Asian family Or an Asian An Asian man mm. And you know Their life as and um, But what was Fresh of the Boat like? Because you've seen it, right?
1: Um So Fresh of the Boat is based on actually somebody's, well, inspired by the book by Eddie... Eddie Long? Not Eddie Long. Eddie... I can't remember his surname. Okay. But he basically grew up in Washington when his family moved... Is this an
0: Asian man or...? Yeah, an okay, Asian.
1: Right. So South... So, east asian okay to really think about it um east asian uh young boy who grew up who loves hip-hop it, like okay. it's basically based in the era of like 90s hip-hop okay so you hear like sounds of biggie you hear sounds of um we tan clang all of that stuff mm. tupac all of that stuff um but it's based around his life and growing up in florida okay uh, so his family moved his parents moved them to Florida and all that stuff it's a great show um I actually caught up with all f- the four seasons that are currently out like last week oh. and that was by chance I just thought I'm looking for a piece of comedy that I want to watch mm. um and stuff like that because I want to kind of write comedy at some point um was it funny? it yeah this it's it's a hit and miss um there's some characters that are very outstanding like outstanding characters um it's a hit and miss in the sense that some of the episodes you can see that they try to kind of get the culture really kind of like bring out the culture of an east asian family growing up in the and i quote the american dream or trying to live the american dream Uh um there's nuances of you know um Cultural traditions and stuff like that, how people act, how people react and stuff. Um, so it's an interesting piece. Um, I do believe because it was inspired by the book um, by this guy called Eddie. He's no longer attached to it. He said that from kind of watching, he's not watched it because he felt like they went into a completely different direction. Okay. And it's not really about his life. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's 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 okay. Okay it's not phenomenal but it's okay okay cool
0: so um yeah with um sanjay sahar he's going to be um he's they've all fox has ordered um a series pilot for modern minorities um and okay. sahar's um scripted um he's basically going to be co-developing the whole the whole thing
1: with, okay um cool.
0: creator jonathan chrissell um so, yeah, we're looking forward to that and to see. So the story would be following um, a highly educated but struggling Indian-American who moves in with his uneducated but rich immigrant cousin. So um, there's no more details apart from that, but um, I guess we'll be looking out for that. And it sounds like outside. it's going
1: to be a comedy. Yeah. And there's potential there Yeah. Um, to kind of see the difference between an American-Indian and... Mm-hmm. And then an immigrant Indian yeah. living in America. Yeah, Because obviously two the, different contrasts. Yeah, the
0: values are going to be so different. So different, exactly.
1: Yeah. So it'd be quite interesting to see that. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I guess I'm looking forward to it. Cool. It's just like so many shows. You know, when you're just like, ah, oh, I need to keep up. I'm Not it's sure about the name though. Model Minorities. Ooh.
0: I know. Maybe that's just a work in progress right on there. That, that I name hope there. to God it is. Yeah. So um, yeah, moving on.
1: But moving on, um, theatre-wise... Um, so with everything that's happened recently in regards to Harvey Weinstein, know, and this
0: man is just gonna. It seems like this guy's a constant theme in this series of our show.
1: Um, he's only came <laughs> up once. No, twice.
0: Relax. I think it's probably. Did he three come times. up like
1: in last episode? I no, think
0: yeah, I think he did. I but anyway, it's did. got
1: I'm not really talking about him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then also recently the whole situation with Kevin Spacey. Okay. So um, it's,
0: he's making a he's making a first appearance in this episode. That's, <laughs> <okay>. that's cool.
1: <laughs> Quite <laughs> dense much. Um, And just everything with the old Vic Um, Mm -hmm. The Royal Court um, Vicky Featherstone Who's the artistic director um, Of the Royal Court Has spoken up and said We need to do something As a collective of theatres To make sure sexual harassment Does not happen in In the theatre facility again Or Mm -hmm. in the theatre environment again And Mm -hmm. we need to do something about it Especially those in leadership of theatre Because obviously they've let one control one theater Mm -hmm. being that the old vic and things are coming out about him um and whatever whatever but anyway we won't go into that so um the royal court has published a 30 point plan to tackle harassment in theater um 30 points because they want they want to make sure you are very clear (laughs) very clear about everything and they're broken down into i believe five categories amazing um i won't go into in detail too much but it was created following kind of the royal court's day of action which took place on october the 28th um and it was held in response to a string of sexual harassment and abuse allegation again from senior figures in the entertainment industry and the day of action kind of was just a moment where a lot of people shared anonymous stories of harassment and abuse that obviously has taken place in these theater environments Mm -hmm. um and you know featherstone kind of just was like you know let's do something about it and thanked everybody for their bravery and openness and desire to see change happen from the people in the industry who have either experienced abuse or are in a are desperate to see it end um so the point plan is something that they will implement into when they hire people right. um, at the Royal court. Um, I actually do have the point that I won't go into too much detail cause I know Stephen will be like, girl, wrap it up, <laughs> wrap it up, girl, wrap it up. Um, so um, it's broken down into one, two, three, four, five, which is responsibility, reporting, raising awareness, Breath and scope patterns and scenarios. Um, so it's code of behaviour. Mm-hmm. So preventing sexual uh, sexual harassment and abuse of power, and offering a prerogative pro, provocative.
0: Is it you thinking of me proactive?
1: I don't know. Can you read that? <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm sure. Are, like it's the dyslexic right in me. Sorry. Um. It's the second line, second on, on line. On
0: responsibility. Huh? Is it the second line of responsibility? The
1: or? top, the top. Ah, the uh, okay. What is it? Pro, for,
0: oh. pro, <laughs> gosh. What is it? <laughs> why, why, why is one struggling with this word?
1: Are you struggling as well, <laughs> bro? I t- I'm just like, bro? Okay.
0: Oh my God. It, it's, it's, oh my God. If I say this wrong, people are going to sue me as well. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, I really want to say but I don't want to say Just try, come on provocate provocation no perfect provo- gosh okay
1: it might be that Oh <laughs>
0: my goodness
1: but guys you probably know what we're talking me. about
0: that is terrible of me but yeah
1: yeah provocation
0: <laughs> okay
1: um and a hope of cultural culture change mm-hmm. um so they just go on to talk in these five kind of points they just break down the things that Everyone needs to be aware of in obviously in the theater environment and things that need to be avoided and all of that stuff. Um, and so it's good to see that somebody within leadership has now spoken up and said, "Look, this is what we need to do." Because a lot of people have kind of hidden and not really said anything, and it's kind of like now is the time where we need to, you know, really outwardly have these conversations. And from having these conversations, what what are we doing next about this situation to avoid this mm-hmm. from happening happening again? Um, and it's great to see that, you know, Vicky's doing it and everybody. There's other certain other theatres who are also on board with obviously this 30 action point plan. So good things ahead in regards to this. It's a shame that it's that we're in 2017 and, you know, things like this have to come out. For situations that have happened in the past, because you know people abuse their authority or people abuse their power right
0: well, yeah. within
1: these kind of like environments where it's a place of creativity, it's a place of art, you know people shouldn't be afraid to express their art whatever they look like, whether they're male or female mm-hmm. or man or woman and I don't know, mm-hmm. I was about to be gender neutral I oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, So yeah, no, I'm glad that's come out And I would like to see the progression of it And I'd like to see a lot of theatres now speak up And do, and kind of be involved in that 30 action plan um, That has been put together So great, great stuff on that Um, In other news Mm. Zendaya's doing stuff Is her name Zendaya?
0: Yeah, I I think it it is Zendaya Yeah, I believe so Zendaya
1: She's gonna sell, she's gone and booked herself a big ass job. Okay. Um, that sounded really like bougie, innit? You know? um, <laughs> no, but she, no, Zendaya's doing things out here. Um, she's actually picked up a hot pitch package, which she will be producing. It's a film called A White Lie, and it's an adaptation of Karen T- Tan, Tan- Abel's novel.
0: Tan the-
1: Abel? Tanebi? Tanebi. Tanebi. Okay, yeah, I break it down differently. Okay, I broke so down do the I. words very differently. So do I, yeah. Um. Do you, is it the Gilded Years? Yeah. The Gilded Years, mm-hmm. and it's a novel, a psychological thriller, mm-hmm. built around the true story of Anita Hemings, a light-skinned African-American woman. Um. She's the daughter of a janitor who passes as white, as she so she could attend attend Valsar at the turn of the century. She's treated as a wealthy and educated white woman and sparks of romance with a rich Harvard student. So everyone's already said, girl, go get your Oscar, because this seems like it's a story that needs to be told. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see um, where this will go um, and stuff like that. Um, Zendaya will be playing the lead role of Anita Hemmings, And she's also, like I said, producing the film alongside Reese Witherspoon and Lauren Newt-Stadster. Gosh. And I believe it's through um, Reese Witherspoon's um, production company called Hello Sunshine. And Monica Beletsky is writing. So that looks like it's going to be a good piece of piece of piece of film. good good film to look out for if that makes sense yeah. um in other news mm. there's been quite a lot that's happening today happening throughout the last two weeks yeah it's quite a bit But well, one that we kind of missed missed on because the news was officially announced after we recorded the last episode mm. was the official kind of cast for the lion king
0: yes the now lion king it's just a live a- adaptation or is it yeah, I believe it's going to be a live—not a live adaptation, but a
1: a live adaptation action. like the Jungle Book, right? Yes, yes. There yes. we go. Um, oh, <laughs> it's literally in the notes. It says Jungle Book. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's what it's, it's exactly going to be like. Um, and are you here for the cast?
0: Mm, some some of the cast, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like when it came to the Beyonce picking. Um, pickings But we kind picks.
1: of Had an idea We did
0: But I feel like It was mostly The general public Wanted that more than anything That like, oh mm. yeah Beyonce should be N- Nala 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 Beyonce should be Nala And then Dizzy was like You know what Let's make Beyonce Nala Let's make it <laughs> just, happen Since the people want it Since the people want it And I'm just like Hmm But you know I feel like Probably people would have been upset If it wasn't her So yeah. they just kind but of But why would they be? Because they would They They would think that she Deserves to be You know she, she needs to be that voice
1: mm. So Does she need to be that voice Does she even sing that much anyway In it
0: I don't I, Weirdly enough I might sound really strange But I've never seen Lion King Neither
1: have I Oh
0: my gosh People are going to get us as well yeah, I will guys, check it out um, We will
1: watch it eventually <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie I've said this before And I've said this to people People are like What? You ain't seen Lion King? How dare you? It's the best Disney film ever I know Yeah I think I've only seen the after With the film with Timon and Pumbaa Wow you seen that one Do you have seen you know, I haven't seen Lion King I know <laughs> Amazing Great but, choices right Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, But no I don't know How I feel Like Y'all know me I'm here for Beyonce I love a bit of Beyonce
0: I'm not so much But okay No
1: I'm here for her music wise And her work yeah, ethic Yeah
0: I'm sure you are But Do you I'm, know what I mean? I'm not That's what I'm saying But, but yeah.
1: even for her music And her work ethic You're not here for it well,
0: Not so much You I don't appreciate it I think it's overrated it. But okay go on
1: Okay alright then um, but in saying that, I don't know how I feel about this, because to be honest with you, I'm here for people getting their coins and, you know, <laughs> trying to use their talents elsewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But B-don't we all be- know
0: yeah.
1: Beyonce's talent in acting is, isn't is one of the greatest. It's questionable. It, say. It's absolutely questionable. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, Beyonce, go girl, da, 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 da. I don't know how I feel about this. But the thing
0: is, she's not going to be, you know, on literally, you're not going to see her face. You're not going, to see, you're her not
1: going to see her face, but listen.
0: Her voice. Her voice. And I'm sure even it takes, her voice
1: itself. is like, quite bland.
0: It is quite, it's so
1: kind of like one tone. Yeah. And she has, don't get me wrong. Like I love Beyonce's voice. Beyonce's voice is very sexy. It's very bassy as well. When mm-hmm. she speaks uh, compared to her singing voice, yeah. you kind of think, is that really Beyonce talking? It's like two different people. It's yeah. like two different people. But, for me there's no enthusiasm in her voice in her voice and And even when she even (laughs) when she's doing enthusiasm it feels like you're she's been coached to do it that uh, way and it's just like really kind of like not her Mm -hmm. does that make sense so it will be quite interesting who what they will do in regards to kind of making her making her voice better you know because she has a good voice but i think it'll be quite interesting kind of the direction she will take because obviously it's very different has she done animation before? I,
0: I'm not sure. I don't think so. I'm, I'm not sure. I think she probably ha No, I don't think so. No, I don't think
1: she has. I don't think so. Yeah, um think
0: she
1: So it'd be quite great to see. Um, everybody else, he seemed great, to be honest. Mm. Um, Donald Glover. He, yeah. can't,
0: he can't do wrong. He can't do wrong, can he? Um,
1: James Earl Jones. He was in the, he's from the original. Yeah. Ask me why I know that because I've not seen the film, but I know. <laughs> he's got this um chitwa Chitwell, um edge of yes my friend we all know he good he good he good <laughs> oh my um john oliver john canny seth rogan mm-hmm. he's funny he's got like a <gasps> he's got a good voice oh my gosh. <laughs> do you know what? yeah he's got a playful voice that's the thing it's all well and good I think what makes amazing voiceovers is that your voice is very playful. Mm-hmm. You need to be playful in your voice. And Seth rogen has got that kind of voice. Yeah. Who else is there? Um Keenan Keenan Michael Key. Ah uh, yes. From Keenan and Peel.
0: Keenan Key and Peel.
1: Keen Peel. Keenan and Peel. <laughs> um Eric Andre. Oh my god, he's in ah oh, I forgot where he's in that I've watched him in. He's a com- com- comedic actor okay. He's also very good So there's a good bunch of people mm. That to be honest with you Beyonce Will just probably be Kind of just daring it Everybody else Will just be kidding it yeah. Do you know what I mean So I, I
0: bet Beyonce will probably Get nominated for something After this
1: She, she can't be nominated She for can't anything. be
0: nominated
1: <laughs> Don't make no sense What are nominating her for?
0: Well you never know She could she could have us like A standout role You
1: know? Nah she's playing Nala I don't even so know who doesn't know that doesn't is. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad. I don't even know who that is. To be honest, but nah, nah. Mm-mm.
0: We just have to wait and see, I guess. But you know what's interesting? Because obviously, her and Idris Elba played were. Well, played, well, well, what? Her well, and Idris Elba were in a film together. Called obsessed. Called obsessed. Which and it just awful. Which was probably not a great film. But I then don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know I you know I know. No, it, it was, was awful. It was, it was wasn't great. But then obviously Idris Elba was in the Jungle Book, and so she's going to be in. So Ninja Shobo was really good as, oh my God, I forgot his name now, in, in the Jungle Book. The Black Live. Jaguar. <laughs> the, the, the Black, black Jaguar. jaguar. <laughs> well, I thought it was a lion. He was a lion. He wasn't a jaguar. He was black. There's no, no
1: he black wasn't. lions.
0: There was, no, was There was not a black lion. He was a, he was a lion in the Jungle Book film. I forgot the name now and I'm really upset. I, I don't remember the name, but like he was a lion in it. He, okay. was, a, he was a like the, the villain of the story.
1: Oh yeah, he was a villain. Yeah. But it
0: wasn't a lion, was
1: it? It, it, was, it was a lion. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, was a line. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah, was a line. The jaguar was on the kind of the Mowgli, Mowgli side. Is his name Mowgli. Uh,
1: Mowgli being in the the boy. the boy,
0: the boy, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, and
1: I'm funny enough. I did watch Jungle Book as a child.
0: Oh wow, I I, I didn't.
1: Did you watch any Disney? I didn't. We were not, are ra- you really sure we were raised in the same house? I know,
0: who knows, who knows. But you, you know what Disney film I watched and there's something that got announced recently. Um, I watched as a kid and I loved was obviously The Incredibles. Yes. So, um, there was kind of news about it this week and it's in the <gasps> trailers coming very, very soon. <gasps> so hopefully we get something within, within the year. They've said, hey,
1: "Look, yeah, Twitter are coming out and saying anyone under the age, or anyone born after 1990, what eight? Yeah, don't see until week after, because <laughs> us grown folk that have been waiting years for Could this be, film years. to come out yeah. are about to sell out the cinema screens. Yes, because we have been waiting for The Incredibles for the longest time." Yeah, and to be honest, they've been pushing it for a while.
0: Pushing it back, yeah. Pushing, some it back, pushing it back. Pushing it
1: back. It was wasn't it meant to come out this year? It was
0: meant to come out this year, and then got pushed back to next year because of you know other film parties. I don't know what film took its place. What other films are priority? But yeah, they they've
1: they've done like monsters inc 2 and monsters inc and, I'm just like, and monsters inc 25 and <laughs> monsters university <laughs> and like, we don't care what monsters whether monsters go to uni- give us the incredibles give us the incredibles too and yeah they're doing it for us which we like so, so yeah so you know it. we're waiting for it yeah um i was going to mention something else as well actually and i completely forgot that i saw in a timeline today and it's film related hmm. oh If it comes back to me, I'll remember. But also, today was um, Love Theatre Day. Which is, what is today? Today Today's Wednesday. Wednesday, the 15th of November. And today, so shout out, happy Love Theatre Day to all my theatre lovers, theatre goers and theatre connoisseurs. Um, If you saw on our artistic State of mind Twitter We were sharing Well I was sharing My top five faves Mm -hmm. Theatre pieces that I've gone to see um, And also some of my bonus ones I will be um slowly wrapping it up and say um and kind of do a couple of tweets why theater is important for me and my love for theater so make sure you guys retweet share and keep the conversation going i think it's number one trending on twitter right now so love theater day guys and it was in association with the stage um newspaper so it's great to see some theater stuff and it's great to see all other kind of like theaters talk about obviously their background work Mm -hmm. um what they do um their venues and stuff like that, and you get to ask people questions about theatre. so it's amazing. Dope. So yeah, dope. Um, but moving on, um, what what is our much to do about something? Oh this man,
0: week? it's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's going to be a great topic to talk about because we're just going to kind of go through um, memory lane of you know our favorite, you know, moments in time. In regards to music
1: Yes, so, it's a music one this week, guys <laughs> Yeah, yes. hopefully
0: not too much Hopefully not, not a lot of pressure on me, I guess But just conversation, I guess just I still like to
1: talk about music So it's not a lot of pressure on you, My
0: So, let's just kind of talk about What what we're going to be talking about this week Is um, male R&B artists mm. um, through the years So, I kind of want to start uh, in the kind of 90s So, I'm not going to go way back like to the 70s Or something like that So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna go back to like the nineties or so. So And
1: plus the nineties is an era that we know because we kinda of grew up or you were born in the nineties. Um, but it's a, we were we're familiar.
0: Familiar with it, yeah. So, you know, um people would say, you know, when it comes to when it comes to R and B music in the nineties, people do appreciate it, people do love it, but not a lot of people. A lot of people recognise it or take too much credit into it Mm. you 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 can say like people listen to music nowadays and they enjoy the music nowadays and they don't really like to go back too much Mm. or when they do go back it's kind of like oh i remember this song why haven't listened to this song in ages Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but you know nowadays people like well people that enjoy music like me and you know maybe so a few not a few maybe a lot of people out there Mm -hmm. enjoy music you know can go back to their back to their library back in their library maybe put out some vinyls or cds if they've got them Mm-hmm. Pop them in Listen to it You know and just have a little Have a little groove mm. But um, The people I want to talk about this week Or just the artists That I want to talk about um, Let's kind of start with Someone in the 90s Let's start with uh, John B
1: But in saying that okay. um, Because I don't know Whether you said But it's just literally The rise of Male R&B artists, Mm -hmm. and whether they are on a decline or if we still appreciate the male R&B artists. Yeah, okay, that's that's true. So, you know, the whole going back to... Obviously, we're gonna focus. We're gonna try and focus on US R and B artists yes. from the nineties, and we're
0: gonna chuck a few UK artists in there. In fact, exactly. so we can't forget away. about the
1: UK because we are from and repping the UK. Yes, we are. So yes.
0: Okay. So um, yeah, I'm gonna start with like John B. Mm-hmm. So you know, John B. People, you know, people. Don't
1: talk, baby. Just move and make. Yeah. Take okay.
0: sip. This isn't a. This is this is a. This isn't a. This isn't a, this isn't a, this a this isn't sing, live, singing competition. All right. So um.
1: Sorry. Stephen doesn't like me to be myself.
0: I don't mind you, but I just I don't feel <laughs> it's feel too like much for great, him. I just feel like you're a great singer, so I just what? Leave, leave it to the professionals. I would say okay, thank you.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm not out here trying to do American Idol, Pop Idol, X Factor.
0: Oh, but yeah, I feel like when it comes to John B's music, I feel like he is probably one of the most overlooked R&B artists out there, and I feel like maybe because it's because of him being a white guy, mm-hmm. and people wouldn't take R&B as serious as like as you know your. Maybe example, for example, Lou Van Jos, Keith Sweat. Um,
1: I don't know. Do you reckon that's what it was like in the nineties? To
0: some I think to some extent. I feel like, you know, the, the the music the music environment is very, very like um inclusive. They do bring a lot of people in and you know, if you're expressing yourself and you express yourself to a good to a good um to a good degree, people will accept you.
1: And you make good music, basically. And
0: you may yeah, and you make good music, people will accept you. Mm-hmm. But you know, there is always that face you know people will say oh you sang this sounds like it sounds really good and then obviously they, and they find get out, surprised that oh, they get, oh, it's, oh it's a white it's a white guy it's a white man. yeah so you know that's that's the thing but you know with we've all been there yeah yeah so you know with john b you know his his music you know like the album i believe it was called bonafide i think that came out like in ninety87 i believe or 995 and it went i think it went platinum and then also he had another album called um, Cool Relax in 1997 that came out. And I went platinum two times. But um, yeah, I would think that, you know, I haven't listened to the album in a while, but I'm going to definitely listen to it because I was doing a bit of research about it. And I was just like, oh my God, I haven't heard this album in such a long time. But Cool Relax, you know, people would say it's one of the most complete albums of the decade. So mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of agree with that, but I do need to visit, revisit it again just mm. to, you know, take take that in again and then just, you know, form my own opinion there. But I do want to move on to... Unless you want to have anything to say? No, no, Jordan no, B, no. Um, I want to move on to... Who can we talk about next? Because I feel like you are familiar with that. It's called um, Maxwell. Woo! Every time I seem to say that, the, the name Maxwell to, like, women, they always go, woo! They just kind of like... That
1: was an awful woo.
0: I know, exactly. It's plus my voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't... can't that was the do... one
1: cracking woo.
0: <laughs> Imagine me as voice actor. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Yes. Maxwell. Maxwell
1: (laughs) has got this aura about him. Not only is his music great and his voice amazing, Mm -hmm. but there's this aura that brings it together. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's R and B though. I think he's more soul, he's more on the level of soul.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I think he's more on the if you look at the balance and a a seesaw, seesaw, (laughs) for example, he's more soul than r and i would, i find
0: i, I would disagree because you know when it comes to classifying music nowadays obviously it's, it is it um, is it can be
1: r&b soul You could be r&b classic soul, but, all in one
0: yeah alternative r&b all that stuff but yeah. like i still feel like maxwell is an r&b artist mm, okay yeah i, I, would, I would
1: love so. to hear what people have to say about this mm. well guys let us know do you think maxwell is r&b or soul or a mix of both. He could potentially be a mix of both, mm-hmm. but I think he's more on the scale of soul.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. Hmm.
0: I was I will say R and B, but you know what? What would be your track? I have I can kind of guess what your track would be.
1: Um, I like his new stuff. Okay. Oh, that's, that's surprising. Um, <laughs> is it pretty, pretty, pretty wings? Pretty, pretty wings is yeah. Pretty it? wings is kind of like the new, new, new stuff.
0: But isn't he's not new? Yeah.
1: But, you know what I mean? Um, and for all those people that listened to, or actually originally heard <laughs> a woman's work. Okay, can you, can, I was waiting for it. <laughs> you were waiting go, for it, right? But yeah. I was being around the bush. Um, originally heard. I originally heard a woman's work from um, the film Love and Basketball, because it used to be one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. Um, and hearing that, that track and hearing that voice and hearing the... the the, the, the highness high, the and the beauty no. of the highness mm-hmm. and on top of that scene a video as well who all wrapped in one amazing okay all right now what do you think of maxwell
0: um i i i listen to his music but it's not he's not really predominant predominant in my life i would say that like, i don't really
1: i think he's one of those ones that is very very talented mm-hmm. and i think he's for the older older generation
0: even older than me
1: Oh, of course. Older than me as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think that. if we were to go to a Maxwell concert, we're looking at people that are probably in their late 30s, 40s. And a yeah. couple, throw in a couple of late 20s as well. Mm-hmm. But because they appreciate that sound of music. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like he's more soul than R&B.
0: No, because you can. we can even go back to say, you know... Usher Usher You could say Usher's well, R&B Okay Usher's r and Straight up um, There's no denying that one um, uh, Even like That's nah, still going to be So I was going to say Johnny Gill But that's That's even That's even so What about What about D'Angelo then D'Angelo R&B.
1: is Oh D'Angelo's got soul <laughs> Oh
0: god he's has Wait but Is that no, soul music though
1: I feel like it is soul music
0: Hmm Yeah, yeah No
1: no. <sighs> maybe it? some
0: maybe some of the, some of his tracks, some of his tracks. Some of his
1: tracks, but I do think he's more on the again on the cusp of soul than or Nick,
0: R&B. Actually neo soul, you could say. Neo yes.
1: Soul. Okay. Okay.
0: Neo soul so which is So then, it's got nothing to R&B. Yeah. Okay, you could say it's kind of like a h- hybrid of R&B music and mixed in with what else? Um jazz. Because this remember jazz, yeah. R&B
1: is rhythm and blues. Mm-hmm.
0: Are so? they giving
1: you rhythm and blues? Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think Maxwell and D'Angelo give me Rhythm and Blue I, ge- I feel like they give me soul I feel like the music that I'm getting from them Is the music that you feel in your belly That you feel like Like deep within the cusp of like They really wrote that They really produced yeah, but, that Yeah,
0: But then wouldn't that be down to writing then More than anything Rather than actually the, the production behind No
1: it? I think it's the production is all in one Do you understand mm. what I mean? And uh. the beauty in their voice. I'm not saying that you, to make R&B, you have to have a mediocre voice. But there's power in their voices that, for me, makes it more soul.
0: Okay, okay. I get that. Do you understand
1: what I mean? I get that,
0: yeah. So, um, who else can we talk about? We can talk about Brian McKnight. There's, there's oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say, the, obviously, he he is like, you know, he One, is. yeah you know, you're pe- like a dream People go straight through. to that track but um you know he was kind of like the hit making machine like in the 90s you could say like uh-huh. he was throwing out loads of tracks and everyone was like just a hit banger after banger um but um he was like yeah it was it, he was smooth r&b and really yeah really he smooth, you see oh, oh see this what
1: i'm saying all these genres have like subgenres that make it a lot more harder to kind of know if, yeah but brian mcknight definitely more mm-hmm. smooth r&b
0: yeah but you know surprisingly he actually never had a number one hit he made all these songs we never had a number one hit his album went, he album so the one of his first albums was called brian mcknight it came out in 1992
1: there's so many artists yeah. that are so underrated and it's so amazing and you kind of look at their career and you think how do they not have a number one
0: mm. with mm. their
1: catalogue of work
0: yeah so um, yeah, he had like an album come in nineteen ninety two, and he went platinum. He went He got had another album nineteen ninety five went gold. Another album nineteen ninety seven went two times platinum, and over and over again, he had all these all these like albums that went platinum and stuff. But he never had number one hit. But anyway, let's move on a bit. I want to talk about a bit about Luther Vandross, another another mm-hmm. gentleman with you know bangers bangers <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Will you roll your true. eyes when, when i say that though yeah
1: because it's just like you're using a word that's so millennial okay and so All right. contemporary uh, what else can i use as somebody who is of high caliber okay like what what word would you use great hits
0: that's
1: how you should that's how you should address someone like that's still Luke millennial like, though yes yeah,
0: it is. No. Great hits.
1: No, that's Greatest how you address hits. That's how you address someone like God. Luther Vandross. Don't just say bangers. <laughs>
0: okay, I wouldn't say Okay.
1: <laughs> but you did, you said bangers. I, okay,
0: I, wouldn't, I won't say bangers from this point on. No, but you anyway. can say for
1: anybody else, but Luther Vandross, come on, rate the man.
0: <laughs> okay. He's old
1: enough to be your granddaddy.
0: <laughs> so, um, Luther Vandross, yeah, I feel like Luther Vandross had some bangers, you know. So
1: <laughs> this guy still said bangers.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah... I would say definitely don't sleep on Luther, um, because. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <But who's out? laughs> no, nah, you're trolling. You're actually trolling. Because no. who is out here sleeping on Luther though? Luther Van Dross. Nobody's out here sleeping on Luther Van Dross.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. We're supposed
1: to be educating saying. people, not telling people, oh, please don't sleep on Luther because he's some new artist.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm nah, just, he's really trolling I'm having me. Having a laughing fit. Um, but uh, yeah, what would be your go-to track for him? Like. Literally every I think oh it's every song. Oh my
1: god, this song already, I've already said this is my this is the song that I'm dancing to my wedding. Oh
0: god. Because Come my on, husband my future me.
1: husband don't know this, but I've already decided okay. like, I've picked my wedding song.
0: Okay, go And on. it's it?
1: Luther Van Joss with Cheryl Lynn, if this world were mine. Oh, god.
0: oh my god, I've heard that so many times. I you no actually, you haven't Shut thought, up Stop were, lying I thought you were gonna say Never too much Which nah, 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 is kind
1: nah, nah, of nah. like the No 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 Every time I hear that song I Just the song, my that song That song itself Oh my god If this were mine I will t- What is it If this well were
0: mine Are we gonna Wait for
1: you to try and I, it I will place at your feet All that I own You've been so good to me Woo Come on Lufa See it ya? That's
0: some That's some writing Powerful right there, Very very powerful Thank But you. um
1: that's my go-to track what's your go-to track don't be telling me never too much never too much
0: (laughs) i would say which is kind of like makes people's eyes roll as well it's just um always and forever like it's true
1: i thought you were gonna say dance with my father oh god no
0: um
1: (laughs) why you don't rate your daddy (laughs) i'm
0: I'm, I'm with my dad you get me like what i'm with my dad you get me okay then stop using these
1: new words For such a high caliber of talent, I'm,
0: I'm scaming my dad with these bangers from oh Lufa. Oh my god! What are you do? You're some,
1: some. Have you been drinking some kind of juice, uh, bro? Nah, nah, okay.
0: But my by, my yeah, my track is definitely always on forever, even though it's kind of like your typical track. But like, yeah, that song is just hearing it as a kid was just amazing, and just hearing it now still just brings back. And to memories. be honest
1: with you, Lufa's not even the '90s. He kind of transcended, tran- transcended. Through a lot of decades, so mm-hmm. from the seventies all the way to the eighties to the nineties, you know, he his music kind of was able to kind of like work across those eras, yeah. if that makes sense. Even to the point where he did Dance with My Father, which was, I think, one of like the newer stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before his death. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you, that even everyone just kind of hear that song, and you think, oh my god. I want to dance With my daddy Mm. You know what I mean Because it's such A beautiful track So Yeah So Yes to Luther
0: Let's kind of move on To one of the most One of the guys That kind of like Has Is still going Surprisingly Even after all this news um <laughs>
1: You say it like you're disappointed.
0: <laughs> no, just after hearing some stuff, some madness he's been doing, it's just oh god. Um, R. Kelly. <laughs> no,
1: I don't want to talk about R.
0: Kelly. So I really don't
1: want to talk about R. Kelly. Let's talk
0: about, let's talk about R. Kelly for a second. <gasps> oh, so he's he's and been. And you
1: know what? Yeah, one of my song of the week
0: is <laughs> an R. Kelly track. It's oh, not R. Shame R. Kelly track. You.
1: It's it's a it's it's a Chris Brown track, and R. Kelly has to be happens to be on it. Okay. But I was hoping that I would just not mention his name, that he's in the song? You have
0: to, man. Come on, oh, man. give, give, the, give on. to do credit.
1: Let's give him five seconds.
0: <laughs> so, obviously... The no man is trash. Credit. Oh, wow. But okay. go on.
1: But okay. he is, though.
0: He is he is a very strange, strange, strange But go on, if you man. want but to
1: speak about his music... Yeah,
0: let's just talk about, quickly, <laughs> his album, obviously, his album called 12 Play, which came out in 1993, went six times platinum. Okay. And that, that song, I believe, um, had... What songs did it have on it? I think it I don't think it had Bumper Grind on there, but I think I probably did have Bump and Grind on there. But that obviously mm-hmm. that song went that was on like this number one singles chart for like. What R&B. did it have vibe?
1: She's got that vibe.
0: Um it might have, but I think it might have been his other album as well, which was called R. Kelly, which came out in 190. Oh yeah, I think it was R. Kelly. Um and then also he had another album called R, which went eight times platinum. But you know he's he's got so
1: many tracks. You know he's got. I'm so mad because I found that the other day I was watching BET and B2K, mm-hmm. and I was just like, because they were talking about baby bum, bum, bum. Yes. Okay. And I was like, right, that's the tune. Mm-hmm. And I heard that R. Kelly wrote and produced it, and I was like, didn't you know? Oh, damn it!
0: Did you hear him on the track? He's like he's like shouting stuff at the, in the background. he uh-huh. proceed to give you what you need. Is that him? Yeah. No,
1: that's P. Diddy.
0: No, that's R. Kelly.
1: That's P. Diddy. As we proceed to give you what you need. Okay, that. Yes. No, it's not P. Diddy, though. That's P. Diddy. That's
0: it's Brother Love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that his new name? It's his new
0: name. Don't <laughs> no, you get twisted. He's not going to respond to P. Diddy. Also, no,
1: as Brother Love. <laughs> but, um, um, no, but on a yeah. real level, um, I was so upset. I was like, raw. I don't think I can listen to that song again. I'm trying Like even when I listen To that Chris Brown song mm-hmm. I have to stop it After A particular part Janae Ako's part And as soon as I hear R. Kelly going huh? Skipping that track Straight wow. away Wow nah, I'm not listening to him wow. anymore. Not even going to Give him the daylight Even like <laughs> Satisfy you with P. Diddy A.K.A. Brother Love I can't listen to that <laughs> song The way I used to listen to it
0: Yeah yeah, you know, obviously, you know But anyway, his, moving on, we've finished talking about we, Yeah, we finished about anyone else <laughs> So, um, obviously, I do want to kind of touch on, obviously We did talk about D'Angelo a while ago But, you okay. know, he his album He's one of his albums, like, in the 90s Now, you're was,
1: a big fan of D'Angelo I am
0: Yes I am. Um, Yeah, he's one of his albums that came out, well, obviously, in the 90s was so obviously called um, Brown Sugar Which was Powerful a very 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 good album. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the time I heard it, but when I did hear it the first time, I was just like, "Wow, this is this is amazing." And um, You were about still
1: young just... to have heard it back in those days. Yeah,
0: I know. I don't even know how I got my hands on it, but yeah, I heard it, and then um, yeah, I liked it. And what else was there? And obviously, he came out with what was it? Ne- oh my god, how can I remember? It was it, it? No, the track was called "Untitled," but the album was called um, "Voodoo." Okay. So Voodoo. That's the reason perfect. I How I didn't not remember this. The reason I didn't remember it was because, <laughs> weirdly enough, the album apparently was to do with um what was it? It had to. The album had to do with. It came yeah it came out uh, behind you know the truth behind hip hop and people were saying that the, um D'Angelo was satanic and stuff because oh my god, god. he
1: was part of the six 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 and the Illuminati
0: yeah and all that stuff so like that that kind of album kind of skipped my mind even though I had some really dope joints like dope joints on there. But I don't know why just said dope joints. But I had some really That's good something. tracks on They're there. They're American. <laughs> had some dope joints on there. <laughs> I had some really good tracks on there, you know, like for me, like what well, Spanish Joint was on there, I believe. Yes. So Spanish Joint was on there. That's kind of like my favourite D'Angelo track. But obviously fast forward into nowadays when he came out of an album two years ago or so, which is obviously called which was called Black Messiah. Um that that is the album I have constantly on repeat. I can't go a month without listening to it because it just pleases me sonically. So I
1: thought um, you we were going to say something completely different there No
0: it's It's sonically pleasing So yeah But um, I'll I would say I think this. you should have
1: started with the word sonically first
0: Sonically pleasing That's where But it <laughs> does please me Sonically <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So yeah I enjoy that I enjoy that album But yeah let's kind of fast forward to Nowadays The nowadays. R&B of nowadays The
1: R&B of nowadays On the R&B that we kind of no, mm-hmm. um, and obviously I can't. We can't. We cannot mention, even though he is part of the '90s. We cannot not mention, mm-hmm. obviously Usher. Yes, Usher again, Confessions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 8, a seven hundred one is kind of slept on a little bit. You think so? I think so.
0: Yeah, he had some really good songs in there, actually. I really good lie. songs, I but then
1: lie. you feel I feel like it shaped him to doing Confessions. Which obviously was his groundbreaking album, which everybody loved, and I remember having that album and thinking that that's my life, even yeah. though I was probably about fifteen and it didn't make sense to have a life like that, Yeah. Um, and feel like I was cheated on by Usher, but it's neither here <laughs> or there. Um, but yeah, Usher, I think he he's really out here still trying to do a thing, though.
0: He is. He's still moving, moving as a forty-year-old man. <laughs> <of the movie. laughs> He ain't got what's, the moves As he did What's you know? the thing
1: That he used to do uh, Sing a job.
0: So yeah <laughs> That's a kind of Inside joke But yeah like He always seems to When he's always performing He always tries to And do you know It's that he always Spells vocals. his
1: name In his music And the other day Just in case You forget you know? <laughs> Just in case And it's not only His first name It's also his surname He's laying oh, now Spell Raymond yes. And I'm going to tell you How to spell Raymond
0: yeah. Yes O M D, O M D. What Y-M-O-M-D Oh yeah Jesus Christ <laughs> But that's the thing like, even, if, even if you spell your name Like in a In a melodic way People will remember it So It's true but I'm not going to try and do it, not it now, by force. Maybe it's, next not, episode, it's not by I'm force
1: like, Asha we know who you are
0: Yeah Yeah How can we forget How can we um, forget So Yeah Asha you know Just kind of going back a bit You know He had His first project was called um, My Way Which came out in 1994 Which
1: had know. tracks
0: like No He had tracks like My no, he Way He had
1: no, yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then before that That wasn't his first project His first project was his self-titled album, right?
0: Y- yes, sorry <laughs> <laughs> My bad Stephen's
1: face was I lost like, the
0: plot <laughs> I actually lost the plot So his first album, which is called Which is self-titled, called Usher Came out in 94, my bad but, um, yeah, Which had what,
1: nice and slow, which
0: right? Which had nice and slow No, it didn't he yeah. didn't have Nice and Slow.
1: Which album had Nice and Slow?
0: My Way had Nice and Slow.
1: Okay. Uh, nice and, and Slow. No, I think and he's... also had
0: You Make Me Wanna. You Make Me Wanna leave the one I'm with, start a new relationship with you. Yes, that one. Um, that you... was not
1: on that album. That was
0: on the album. It came out in 97.
1: Okay, brah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel I'm like, like be I've just here.
1: been meshing albums together and thinking. Same. Yeah, Same. But anyway.
0: But yeah. yeah, yeah right um, but yeah, kind of fast forward to nowadays, he's got. What's his name? Projects. So, you Nobody know, cares You know, you know what What's very interesting It's <laughs> like You know R&B artists That were you know So predominant In like the 80s and 90s Nowadays Are finding it Very very difficult To you know Stay relevant You know Because these new age These new age artists <laughs> Are coming in Taking their out, jobs her,
1: No taking, their <laughs> <laughs> taking my job <laughs> No but they are
0: you come My way? That's how everyone sings Okay Yeah Alright <laughs> Okay That's sounds
1: cool I'm um, singing like Oh, I don't. know I was just about to sing a Migos song. I forgot a Migos song. But
0: Migos is they're, they're not R They're rappers, though.
1: but they're out here singing on the thing.
0: Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. There you but go. The hot, so those hot, are the hot, people that are sticking their jobs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but um, yeah, like even actually, wait, we can kind of move towards like the thousands just for a second, just for a second, because I kind of do want to touch on um UK artists, maybe like people like Craig David.
1: Ooh. Yeah, you know he... that Craig David album was it a self titled one? Born to
0: do it Born to do it Yeah that was That
1: album is fire I still listen to it today
0: mm-hmm. Yeah that was a good project And
1: he was our R&B for the 2000s For the UK that time Yeah And he did it for us And everyone was just like Yes Craig Craig David Craig David Yeah he's doing it for UK R&B mm. Um, And then he kind of did this whole Try to break America, and it kind of was just like, oh, Craig David. He Craig literally, David.
0: he literally like walked away from <laughs> the UK <laughs> and went to the ah, US. Yes, and started doing his own thing. But yes. um, then he came they back. Did that was
1: your flavour. Oh god, that was a good. Tune. That was actually a
0: good song. I but can't that, even deny that, it was kind of like but a that guilty video was pleasure. Awful. <laughs> it was a guilty pleasure yeah. kind of track. But
1: the video was awful. Yeah,
0: big times like Charlie um, and um, Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate
1: Factory. theme. <laughs> Whoever was the. Vi- Director or videographer, or no, director, that thought that was a good idea, should reconsider their career. They're have a great career right now, to be honest probably with not, um, But yeah. Yeah, but Craig David, go on. Sorry. Yeah,
0: Craig David. And obviously, um, who else is out there? Like 2000, I I'll say crossing over over the pond, you know, is to like... Don't forget pain. Lamar. Lamar, oh my goodness. Lamar. Lamar. Yes. Lamar, he was...
1: Fame Academy alumni. Okay. Right. Um, who did very well? Who everybody loved? Mm. Um, had a few tracks that mm. was kind of he was more R and B soul as well. Yeah. But he was our R and B UK R and B. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that was. There wasn't really much R and B in the two thousands for UK. Everyone there wasn't.
0: You was, might have forgotten a few. That's the thing. But this is we're talking about male artists. So yeah. yeah. There is obviously female artists like Shalama Okay. Um, but yeah that's but we ain't talking number. about female We ain't talking about female So yeah, yeah. But um, we might have forgotten a few But if you do if you Yeah guys let, any, us let, let us know Let us, us know Let us know Who we missed Who we missed on there But I'm um, kind of And also of course, upon If you give a big shout out To T-Pain man I have to Because T-Pain is kind of like A rapper turn, Do you know what yeah And
1: I was watching every I watched I didn't watch Everyday Struggle Um, But he was on an episode Of Everyday Struggle I watched clip, that one yeah It was good. Um, On Chris Brown's Yes, guys, I follow Chris Brown on Instagram. Um, and he was like, he was the beginning of the music that these young generation people, the younger generation are making now.
0: Oh, yeah. T-Pain definitely.
1: was doing it back in the day, which is yeah. so true. And people would laugh at T-Pain like, oh, he can't sing. But T-Pain can sing.
0: He can. He can.
1: Yeah. But they didn't give him because they saw the auto tune stuff, mm-hmm. which I thought for that for that time mm-hmm. was way ahead Oh yeah And his music was still fire He was the one I think he was the one That started trap music To be honest
0: Wow That's a strong trap statement And Ludacris. Yeah Yeah Strong statement there
1: It is But they transcended They were the pioneers
0: Oh yeah definitely Um, But yeah So Just have to give a shout out To T-Pain um, this, Yeah It was kind of like We're back Let's say we're back In the uh, 2010 era now 2010 era so we've got artists like um, Bryson Tiller, you know, the people that are in our, our Chris kind of Brown. Chris Brown. Um, who else is there? Anderson Pack. Okay. Um, so so when you, you think- know
1: more of these artists. Mm-hmm. I don't really as much because I think for me, I've found that the R&B that comes out nowadays doesn't necessarily appeal to me. And I guess I'm still in this, element of nostalgia where Mm -hmm. the r and B I i listened to growing up like your ushers um like um a bit of your john b's and a bit of your kind of like if we're going boy band like your b2k's and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and whatever their r&b for me was the moment where you felt like you were really being sang to That Mm -hmm. the song you felt really you related to the song, even even though you were a fifteen year old teenager and didn't have those life experiences, yeah. But you felt like you related to the song. I don't necessarily nowadays when I listen to certain artists, I don't feel like I can hear what they're saying. Mm. I don't know. That's just just my own opinion. That's that's fair enough. Like to be honest, when I listen to Down and and Bryson (laughs) Tiller, I find it very Down and
0: (laughs) Bryson Tiller. These are two different artists. (laughs) Now I
1: mean. When don't I listen, by
0: Bryson Tiller.
1: When I listen to Don't by Bryson Tiller <laughs> yeah. and whatever, whatever song he's got, um,
0: that's a
1: sample that he likes to sample. Hair, he hair. does all kinds
0: of stuff, but yeah, he's, Don't is probably one of the most. Yeah,
1: I don't know what he's saying. Oh, really? What's he saying? What's he talking about?
0: He's talking about, you know, his, his life. Talking about his life, you know, being a no. But what something.
1: specifically about his life is he talking about?
0: His success, his downfalls, his relationships, his past relationships his current relationships. I thought he does. You do hear it in the music. I, I
1: don't. I don't. But yeah, you I don't. Can't,
0: you can't relate to it. That's I, that's the only thing. Or you don't. You don't get it to some extent because you you see him driving um, a Lamborghini. You see him. You know, living life good.
1: Yeah, but then brand. Usher was driving Lamborghini back in the day and living life good, mm. and I still felt relate. I could, I could still relate to Usher's music. Mm-hmm confessions the mm. same way I, I, when i did when i was 15 16 mm. to when i'm now when i'm 20 something end of 20 something years mm. old i still relate to that confessions album right. do you get what i'm saying whereas if i listen to a bryson tiller track i'm mm. like uh what
0: yeah what I'm, what I'm trying to like get um trying to understand is just uh the, the cross between what makes a 90s r&b artist so different from a 2000s 2000 obviously it's, it's obviously a huge thing a millennial, called time, millennial. A, yeah called time but you know is it because the work ethic is different is it because you know the way we consume music is a lot different now probably is these things all all tie into it but also Absolutely. you know relevance as well um mm. you know artists nowadays have to stay relevant to some extent and uh you know, yeah, I, I would say I, I think I just answer my own questions.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I also think as well at the same time, um, because the 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 music industry is changing and it, it it's very fast that a lot of these guys have to keep up. Prime example, we keep going back to Usher, but Usher trying to keep up, and we're mm-hmm. just thinking, Usher baby. Slow it down Slow
0: it down Just retire Retire with your kids (laughs) And Bobby
1: does You know But it's one of those things Where just like Usher You know we appreciate the music That you've made mm. And we want you to be able To walk away and say That you've done Some great music Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? You don't have to keep up With these youngins. Mm. You don't have to be on a track With Amigos Yeah I don't think he's on a track With Amigos I, No
0: he. he isn't He's got a track With Gucci Mane but
1: is that, You don't have to be on a track With Future Neva It's not by force You don't need Coco Dean What is it Coco Dean?
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? It's
1: <laughs> that? Why is that thing that called cool that he drinks? That lean, lean Dirty Sprite. There, like, yeah, we go.
0: Oh, all that stuff. Coco Dean. Coco
1: Um, dirty Sprite stuff. You don't need to be in, <laughs> in that caliber of kind of music. Like yeah. we see you as like R and B guy, mm-hmm. like talking sweet stuff to us, but then talking about your mistakes and singing about it and yeah. saying that, you know, I still love this girl. Mm-hmm. We don't want you on there with future talking about. I'll beating these bitches. No, he don't talk about beating bitches, does he? (laughs) No, I don't think so. But I'll be pamming these bitches. You don't say pamming. (laughs) (laughs) That's such an English word, isn't it? Um, I didn't know what American lingo that they use. But anyway, um, and that's just what I feel with like the likes of Usher, or like you hear a lot of these kind of like old school guys that want to do like a comeback, Mm -hmm. but I think it's great to do a comeback of your old music, but don't try and bring out new music, especially if we, you're seeing the music industry now. Yeah. So, you,
0: seeing, so you would appreciate if if, if Asha came out of an album that was very, very similar to Confessions?
1: I would appreciate if Asha just continued working just touring on confessions he doesn't need to bring <laughs>
0: really so just uh, it just, he just doesn't just, just, just he's just,
1: tried let do a call
0: do a confession the confessions tour for like Co- seven years <laughs> <laughs> no. a world tour of confessions
1: just do, do you, uh, my way a uh, self-titled confessions and 80701 yeah. tour people will be there we Brilliant. don't want to hear your new stuff What's the new stuff he's talking about? Okay, apart from dive and climax, those are kind there. Of goes like, my
0: baby. There's a few like on I that here I stand, that, moving mountains. That yeah, that in album. The club. I okay, stand. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, mm. yeah. yeah, but not the okay. whole album.
0: Yeah, okay, true, true. It's only a few songs under that. Only have, a few yeah. songs,
1: like yeah. it, Usher baby retire.
0: <laughs> Usher baby retire. That's all okay. we have to say.
1: <laughs> but right. then at the same time, a uh, a musician that I feel. Uh, an R&B artist that I feel has been able to stay relevant mm-hmm. Even though he started so young yeah. And he was part of the kind of like the Usher R&B Because he mm-hmm. did all that kind of music yep. R&B kind of stuff Is definitely Chris Brown oh, Of course Chris Brown has been able again to transcend himself To make music the way some of these newer guys make music yeah. If that makes sense definitely. And we can talk about his heartbreak on the moon What is it? Heartbreak, heartbreak on a full moon? Heartbreak on a full few. Four, few. Full Moon album, mm-hmm. which was a smooth 45 tracks. Oh,
0: wow, yeah. Which
1: was hard to get through. No, yeah. there's, don't get me wrong, it's some bangers, but my God.
0: It it literally, hard you, have to get to, you have to do a few sittings, like a binge watch. It,
1: it really <laughs> I mean, is. Listen. It's a like, binge listen.
0: You can't, like, you can't, you can't listen, listen to it first. one sitting. <laughs>
1: one sitting, because you're just like, you're looking like, raw, how many? <laughs> I've only done 10. It's
0: like a game, like an everyone's <laughs> game. You have to get through the whole exactly. thing. It's like. You know, when
1: got... you look how long it's left of the film, you're like, Rah I've only done half an hour. It feels like it's been a lifetime, but no, the album is good Mm, and it's still relevant. And it's still an album that he can put out and be in, in competition with the other, I suppose, R and B kind of like male artists, even though I don't feel like we have such a big chunk of them now, Mm -hmm. As we might have done in the 2000s and the nineties. Yeah. But like you mentioned, you mentioned An- Anderson Pack. Yeah. Who was you Gallant. Gallant. Um it- Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller. Let's talk about Roy Woods um, Eric Bellinger. He's yep. also R and B. Yeah. He's, still he's quite good. Funny guy, enough, man, he's really. actually quite good. I listen to his music. Yeah. Um so, Ty- Tyson um, Ty Dollar sign. Anybody's checking for him
0: Oh
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> What's Ty- that compared Ty- to the dope. controller remix?
0: Controller Tory really. Tory To Tory Lanes, yeah. Is he R and B? He's R and B, yeah. R and B rap, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah.
1: He's so super. it's now there's there's now an in between. So it's no longer just R and B. Some of them are doing R and B rap, so they're yeah. rapping for you. Yeah. Prime example Drake as well. Even yeah. though he's more of the the rap yeah, stuff,
0: the rap stuff. But
1: he's out here doing that R and B for you, ladies and stuff. For also, you Division ladies as that well. Huh? I
0: just wanted to say shout out to to Division. He's Division. Well. Division. He's um he's an R and B artist. Okay. Brent fires.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know who that is. Okay. I do know who that is because you recommended a track the other day. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this is very old R and B. Yeah. So I should really listen to him actually. Might yeah, he's re- might, might download an album and give it a listen. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean to kind of like I am quite intrigued now about R and B and hearing those love songs mm-hmm. and hearing those songs about What R&B is about Do you get what I'm saying Like I want to love you But then at the same time We broke up But I still love you And I want to take I want (laughs) to Win you back All of that stuff Mm -hmm. How can we forget Tyrese (laughs) (laughs) Well (laughs) (laughs) That's why we forgot Tyrese Oh my god Tyrese Mm -hmm. is out here Being an R&B Like We can't We can't forget Tyrese
0: well... <laughs> wow, we keep saying well. If, if but we forgot, like, we... literally, you'd probably, you'd probably at us on Twitter and say, what more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> what more oh,
1: do you want from me? Um, but no, yeah, Tyrese, again, TG, TGT, Genuine, Tank. Boy. They're
0: all coming out now, aren't they?
1: They are. How can we think about them? But anyway, we won't go into it because it will be a longer episode that we anticipa- than we anticipated. Yeah. But going back to what we have now, do you think we have a uk r&b male that we can speak of for this current time
0: there is a few okay um, give it to me oh well i wouldn't say a few there's there's someone that I, that I that i know of and i've seen him perform and uh it's really really promising i'm looking forward to some of his stuff like in the future um it's a gentleman called bobby lewis
1: aha yes
0: yeah, really, really dope, dope artist. Mm-hmm. Um, him and there's a few other artists I might have forgotten about now because I was supposed to write up a list about it, but I thought I remember off the top of my head, and I don't know at the moment. so mm-hmm. you might have to leave leave me with that for a second. But is there anyone you've been checking out? Like, what UK? UK, like no, no,
1: I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. <laughs> I, I listen to old, old, older music. I miss nostalgia, so. I tend to kind of stick to what I know and stick to what I'm comfortable with. And I don't, I I wish I had more of the confidence. I say this like it's so hard for me to listen to new music. And when I do listen to new music, I tend to kind of replay it, replay it, so I know the lyrics. But this, it's a hit and miss for me. Sometimes I might have a moment where I'm just like, oh, I feel like listening to new music Mm. this month. And I'll listen to different albums and stuff. But I just haven't had that kind of like, Spontaneity to do so um, But in saying that I'm going to bring up two names That I was like It's kind of like what would you classify them Okay Um, And that's J Huss, And a very random Okay And Young Bane Okay Now they have this flavour Where they sing a little bit On their music mm-hmm. And there's an element of Singing for the ladies Like I know Young Bane Has a track called Rihanna mm-hmm. um, And he's gone He's done a couple of tunes One with Young and Don't ask me why I know this Because I know this <laughs> um, Surprisingly Surprisingly um, yeah. Young and Called Best Friend
0: Okay Yeah yeah, yeah. Bestie Best Friend bestie, yeah.
1: bestie Best Friend Um, Where obviously It's more kind of in the R&B kind of like speaking talking about mm. the ladies and how much they want to love the ladies and stuff like that yeah so what would you classify them are they a new breed yeah. of you know a sub genre
0: yeah yeah i would well for me like i i would say they're kind of with Jay huss's album it was kind of it was all it was all over the place in, in a good way in a good way <laughs> oh, you said it was it, all over the place it, in, a, in a good way so like you had you had rap on there you had like hip-hop um you had um Afrobeat on there like Afrobeat's on there i'm still trying um, to
1: listen to that album uh, i know I'm, a, I'm late to the party that's
0: fine it's fine it's a good album um and you know he i don't know why i would class him i would just
1: it's a difficult one, isn't it? It
0: is. It's cause cause they I don't know if even I think I'm sure they probably answered the question themselves, like what they would cast as music What kind of
1: what kind of music but you like, cast
0: yourself as, yeah. It's I would say like just UK rap, UK Yeah, man, it's it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Mm. I don't know what I would class that their what their music as. And nowadays it's so hard to, to classify like these these new age artists because you say. Maybe they're just they called say, New oh, Age Music. New Age, yeah. Yeah, new there's there is a band called New Age Music. Anyway.
1: Yeah, New Age Generation
0: new age yeah
1: they they got some like their album's quite good actually yeah
0: um
1: yeah so overall what can we say do we see the r&b male artists dying or are, are we seeing the longevity
0: i think it's as thriving as ever to be honest with you i feel like with artists r&b artists like um yeah i would say a big one for me is like artists like uh brent fires he's definitely Mm. his projects is definitely amazing and i'm looking forward to see what else he's got to offer Mm. and you know for his first project i've been thoroughly surprised Mm. by you know the delivery and what he's what he's done so far and you know even artists like Anderson pack um galant um artists even uk artists like obviously bobby lewis i said before sam henshaw as well he's another artist I've, i just remembered and um other uk artists that are out there it's very very promising so we would have to just wait and see what else you know they these artists have to offer and i guess we can revisit this topic maybe in a few years time if it's still around if our podcast is still around then Few few okay. <laughs> and and then... A few days
1: time A few years Okay A few days time Is this the last episode no. I don't know about
0: No but yeah In a few years time And just see mm-hmm. what else um, It's you know you, R&B has got to offer
1: Yeah Yeah Because to be honest with you I can highly speak of For women R&B ain't going nowhere
0: Oh yeah
1: We're still getting Some amazing singers That mm-hmm. are still giving us That, that R&B vibe And I can openly speak about it, but that obviously we'll have that conversation for another, obviously another episode. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, maybe I should go out and listen to the Anderson Packs. um, The Brent Fires. Brent Fires. There's somebody else as well. There's some other names that you mentioned as well. What about that guy that played, um, that played... Johnny Gill in the new edition
0: Luke James Luke
1: James He's Does
0: got he... a song a song recently called called Drip It's really like sultry so R&B it's, That's quite a good song actually Yeah, Drip Yeah, but I know a recommendation, he's quite vibe but
1: Yeah I, I think he's quite R&B as well Yeah, yeah Um. So there is a couple of people doing it But let's see how long There's still a couple of guys doing it So let's see how long um, The, the male R&B artist stays alive I'm sure it will, but it seems like it's always a sub subgenre, subgenre, subgenre. Yeah. But yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Do you do you reckon the male R and B is dying? Or, you know, have we got a few, a few more years or even a century left mm. for the male R and B? And how do we think in ten years time
0: music will sound um, like
1: music will sound like from the male R and B artist? Yeah, man. Cool. But moving on swiftly, um, it's our sound waves. Yes, it is. And what's your recommendation or do you have a review this week?
0: I would have a bit of a review. Um, cool. As I said earlier, I went to go and see, I uh, went to a gig. I um, went to go and see Bad, Bad, Not Good. Um, now they are a jazz quartet, you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, one plays piano, keyboard. One plays saxophone, guitar, Um, harp. Having it. Wow. Um,
1: man said. Harp, another, you know.
0: Another one plays bass. He's who's a beast on the bass and also is a drummer. They're from Canada and they are absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. So they had a gig at the Roundhouse and um, also Rex Orange County was supporting them. So that he came on before them.
1: I don't know any of these people you're talking about. Rex Orange County. Yeah,
0: Rex Orange County. Uh, sounds like
1: it should be a, a title of a show. It should actually, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But um, it sounds like a title of a film. Orange County, something to Orange County. There was a title from called Orange County, okay. but yeah, Rich Orange County was um, he performed and he's he's worked or he's worked with Tyler Crater and um, Odd Future and things like that. So okay. and he he also did help. He did perform with Frank Ocean one of his tour dates, his, his um, festival tour dates. Okay. So he's a guitarist, he's a keyboardist, singer. His set was dope pray about i think it was too short but it was it was still good it was still you good you
1: vibing you thinking and then he was like thank you guys yeah
0: that was it thank you guys pray hands and just pray <laughs> hands like, you know done the prayer hands you know was I mean? say thank you like thank they're you. Done the prayer pray hands yeah but yeah so then he then he left and then um bad bad not what came on and then um they were really good as well like they'd done one of my favorite songs which is called speaking gently and it was just uh it was it was i think the tempo was a bit quicker But it was really, really good. And he had Charlotte Day Wilson come up as well to sing one of her songs that she performed with them. And also Rex also came back on to perform one of his songs as well. But it was really, really good. It was really, 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 really good show at the Roundhouse. And um, yeah, man. The Roundhouse
1: put on some good shows. They do.
0: They do. So yeah, it was good to to see those guys. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it because they've got another project coming out this year. But it's kind of like a compilation of just tracks they've they've done before or they like. So it's coming out in a, maybe a few, few weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, overall a really good show.
1: Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, my theatre recommendation is um one I came across um today, um and it's um it's a play called, uh, it's an Igbo word in in, in muda, in no,
0: <laughs> in Oh my god. Imuada.
1: Okay. My dad I've bu- probably butchered that Because I'm not Igbo. I do apologise And it means Firstborn daughters um, And it centres around, centers around um, Two women Oh no It centres around one woman A woman dealing with The loss of ide- her identity And purpose As she tries to hold Her family together And comes to term With the de- deterioration Of her son's mental health mm. Um so that will be playing. It will the play is part of the Damsel Orange, um, I believe, project, which will be playing, oh my god. At the Bunker Theatre. Um and the performances are this weekend, so on the nineteenth of November, this weekend. Yep. Yep. So they have a performance at 3 o'clock and 7.30. I believe it's written, I can't remember who's written by, but it's written, co-written with a lady called Justine K and Day. I tried, guys. Um, so it's kind of like one of those, um, it's a rehearsal rehearsal reading um, piece. So I'm looking forward, I might go and see it actually. Um because I'm all about kind of like new 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 theater, new writing, but at the same time, new theater with a lot of black writers, especially women writers. So I would definitely go go and try and see that you can get tickets from the Bunker theater um, website and we will share that obviously across our socials. So make sure you guys, if you want to go and see something new, um that's a new piece of writing, make sure you get yourself a ticket for it. Yes,
0: cool. I have just a recommendation for maybe a show for you guys to go and check out um, by, you know, I think your favorite artist. Ray yes. Black. Ray Black. She's coming to London. Or she, she lives Black. in London anyway, but she's going to be at the O2 Shepherd's Bush. Um,
1: Can I just say, yes. Ray Black is absolutely beautiful. She's so beautiful. Like, I knew from the beginning anyway. <laughs> yeah. But she, I just have to say, put it out there. She's so beautiful. And like, she's one of those like cool kids i think she went to bruno as well but obviously i'm um, a few you're just
0: you're just like baiting, baiting people's lives up on it no but literally. she said R- okay right okay.
1: relaxed <laughs> um but she's a few years younger than me so you know doesn't mean we can't be friends all right yeah that's true baby girl hit me up um no but go on your recommendation yeah
0: so um yeah she's going to be at uh, Shepherds bush um empire um, on Monday the 4th of December mm-hmm. And um it's probably starts at 7 o'clock And tickets start from about £22 So it should be a really, really good show Hopefully
1: tickets ain't sold out Have you checked if tickets are sold out? Tickets
0: are not sold out Tickets are still out. I was going to say Because
1: Stephen likes to recommend stuff <laughs> That's sold <laughs> tickets out tickets are <laughs> sold out
0: <laughs> No, what usually happens Is that I recommend something And then it automatically sells out after Even though I don't think People actually go and go Oh yeah, I'm going to go buy back now Because Stephen's probably wants to get a ticket It's just literally like as, soon as I think it just it just happens. People also
1: art. like that person's music.
0: Probably it's not because of your recommendation. Probably maybe well no maybe it is.
1: All right, then You know you never know. For
0: you never know, Music
1: connoisseur. Oh, the art appreciator. Like he likes to call himself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, you've got anything?
1: Um, I've got two songs okay. this week. Um, my first one. Now I saw this on the timeline. I was like, oh, this is fire. <laughs> No, it's really fire. <laughs> okay. And this person does no wrong for me. Uh-huh. Um, ever since she introduced me to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've loved their their album that they brought out. I can't remember the album, but it's um Sango.
0: Okay. Who Sango is yeah. the
1: DJ producer. Mm-hmm. Um uh, he's done it again and he's bought out a mix um for Goldlink called Oh Cruzino. Cruzino. Cruzeiro.
0: Você está escutando nada mais, nada menos do que ele, o inigualável. São o mais bravo. dos bravos. You
1: see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. Yeah, but I was counting down like last week. Tell me where have you been? Track for me that I just love the way he infu- infuses Brazilian funk. Oh gosh, it's like, amazing. Amazing. Like, amazing. you just, and Brazilian funk in itself is just amazing, feel good music that I feel like, even though you don't understand the words, but you just want to be doing pop, pop, It's got that vibe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Have you not noticed in every oh, kind God. of like Brazilian funk music? Oh, yeah. They've it's, always got that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's their go-to beat, right there. Like right. That.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Sango, I don't. Is he Brazilian?
0: No, he isn't. No, but he he loves the music. Exa- he loves it.
1: God, he's my kind can, of guy. Can, you
0: can tell in you know every every song he makes. It's
1: and then to make like, yeah. to make a track like that that's so kind of commercial, so R and B, and to infuse it with Brazilian funk to have this kind of new sound. Mm-hmm. I've got to rate him. It's a really good track. And I wish it was summer right now. We could be blaring that in the car. Yeah. But it's not summer. It's bloody winter. It so is. you're just like...
0: But you know what he does? He brings us summer. We'll
1: yeah, bring he brings us summer. But then you're kind of like in the UK thinking, <laughs> oh rah, I'm out here. With you know where... what you should do?
0: You just put the heating on and then close <laughs> really? your eyes, put some sunglasses on and then just... And just be doing that dance for then... that
1: Brazilian funk. But yeah. Okay. There we go. Cool. Um, And that's my first track. And my second track is... Chris Brown, Janae Ako, and, and that other guy that won't mention his name and it's called
0: Juicy. <laughs> oh my God, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Kelly. No!
1: It's called Juicy Beauty. Is it <laughs> called Juicy Beauty? I have Juicy no Boot? idea. It's,
0: it's your track. So hard, hard. No.
1: take your love away from me i take it back it's from the album but yeah (laughs) okay that's my other track of the week i like that track it's got like a like an old school kind of vibe to it i think they sample a song i can't remember the song that they sample but yeah those are my two tracks go listen guys
0: okay um and just my track i'm going to keep this nice and short and sweet um Shouts to Dorcas She um, recommended this track last time Since I feel the to... hell is
1: Dorcas have <laughs> <I don't> realised <laughs> And
0: um, yeah She recommended this track to me last last time And I've got to recommend it So this week I'm re- recommending And um, a band called Wolfpack And this the song I want to recommend is called Running Away Something that was done I think about 2010 And they Redone it again in 2015 And they redone it again in 2017 And it's as good as ever So Definitely check out that track By Wolfpack
1: Cool 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 Yeah So So guys It's been a lovely pleasure this week Um, We got more sounds from Stephen Like he spoke a lot this week Which is Obviously great You guys got to listen to his very baritone voice um but before we wrap before we go where can they find us Stephen?
0: you can find us on twitter um instagram but you can find us on twitter at artistic s-o-m
1: and mm-hmm.
0: um, our instagram is artistic s-o-m pod our facebook is also artistic state of mind great so, stuff and you can also subscribe to us on itunes and Please soundcloud do. and we are there and you know share retweet subscribe all that stuff
1: review and all that jazz and everything in between and also um, we are like we mentioned we're going to see the press night of hashtag hashtag lighty so we'll definitely be um, doing some inside stuff on the Instagram and stuff like that and so make sure you guys check it out follow us on the Instagram and everything but in the meantime it's been fun it's been a pleasure let's go listen to that R&B stuff and enjoy ourselves peace y'all we